Hello, welcome to the midweek edition of Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's March 27th, 2018. I'm Michael and with me is Shannon. Hi. How did the box office turn out last weekend? Well, for the first time since its release, Black Panther is not number one. Pacific Rim Uprising grossed $28 million with a budget of $150 million. Uh, that's a little bit higher than they were expecting, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Black Panther just dropped down one spot to number two, so it still took in $17 million. Gro- Total gross, $631 million. Black Panther has become the top-grossing superhero film of all time in North America, not accounting for inflation. It took the spot on Saturday after passing The Avengers, which grossed $623.4 million in 2012. Black Panther is only one of seven films to ever earn more than $600 million domestically, finishing Sunday with $630 million, to put it at number five on the all-time list. Impressive. And we finally saw it this weekend. Yep, we were part of that $17 million this weekend. It was, uh, it was really good. Yep. I enjoyed it a lot. Go see it. In third place, I can only imagine. Second weekend in a row at third place. $13 million. Why? I don't know. Nobody knows. It only dropped 19% from last weekend's gross. So I think that's still uh, pretty surprising for that movie. Yep. It only had a budget of $7 million, so I guess we're going to get... <laughs> I can only imagine more. <laughs> I don't know. I can imagine quite a bit. I also can only imagine. Look who's imagining. <laughs> as well. Uh, Sherlock Gnomes took the number four spot in its opening weekend, right? Ten yep. million. And that's pretty disappointing. Budget oh. of $59 million. Gnomeo and Juliet, the movie that this is a sequel to, took in $25.3 million on its opening weekend in 2011. So... Mm. I don't know that we're going to get a third Gnome movie. There's also another movie called Gnome Alone, which I guess just came out. And then that led me... Oh, was it, was it related to these? No, not related to it. Huh. And that led me to read about twin movies as well as mockbusters. And I think, I think they, I think it was on both of those lists where there's like... Twin movies are when there's like a similar concept that develop independently and then they come yeah, out at the same time. Yeah, that happens a lot. Like I've with, uh, just noticed that, yeah. That, Armageddon and mm-hmm. Deep Impact. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there were, there were movies that were like n- even named the same exact thing, released the same year based on like the same novel or play. But then there's Mockbusters, which are trying to uh, capitalize and confuse the audience by being very similar to something else oh, that's yeah. coming out. We've fallen for that on Netflix. Haven't we started watching movies thinking they were something and then we're like, wait a second, this movie is garbage. What is this? And right. realized it was just a fake. Yep. But anyway, so Sherlock Gnomes, Gnome Alone, maybe no more Gnome movies. So, so Gnome Alone was kind of a, a fake or it's a twin. I think uh, I that's what I was saying. I think it might be on both lists where it's not necessarily clear. I did see that No Malone was supposed to come out in October. 
So maybe they did push it back to now to try and confuse people. But I don't know for sure. Well, we'll, we'll, I'll research it some more. And finally, Tomb Raider came in fifth place with 10.4 million, dropping 56% in its second weekend. So that's really not too good for that Mm. franchise either. Yeah. And one other thing to note, Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs premiered in 27 theaters this weekend and brought in an estimated 1.57 million meaning it had an impressive 58,000 per theater average. So that is impressive. And one last bit of box office news, Justice League has ended its theatrical run. Strangely, this movie made less than all the other DC movies that have come out so far. Even Suicide Squad beat it. Wow. And Suicide and I mean people were blaming the low box office on the um reviews rotten tomatoes but the reviews for suicide squad were way worse than justice league so i I don't get it nobody gets it it's weird no it is weird i don't know i guess people are just more interested in bad guys being good guys than good guys teaming up if they're dc superheroes i don't yeah, I don't know. Are they the are people complaining one. about the fake mustache thing? Is that what they think <laughs> caused it? Oh man, people are mocking that all over the internet, but I don't think they think that's what caused the low box office. Or the digitally replaced mustache. Mm-hmm. Ding ding, here comes the news train. Marvel Studios has officially begun production on Captain Marvel. They have released a cast list, and it includes Clark Gregg, who will be reprising his role as Agent Phil Coulson. Pretty cool, huh? It is. It'll be the first Marvel movie he's been in since The Avengers, in which he was killed off. Mm-hmm. And I know they said there were a couple other characters who were going to be in it yeah. as well. Uh, people from Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe? Yep. Two characters from Gardens of the Galaxy will be in it. But yeah, that is, that is uh, that is interesting. I know Joss Whedon said when the second Avengers was coming out that he didn't want to include Phil Coulson in it because then it would kind of take away from his death in uh, the first Avengers. Right. But then, so what's the story supposed to be? That like they don't know he's alive again? So, yeah, I mean, it's like secret. I don't, okay. and as far as I know, none of those. But this doesn't have to mess with that at all because no, this because is a prequel. prequel. Right. Takes place so he can, before all of that. He's going to be playing a younger version of right. himself. Right, and if you've only ever seen the movies, you still think he's dead. Right, which a lot of people don't watch the show. Right. All right. Well, that's cool. Deadline reports that Netflix has acquired the live-action feature film rights to Carmen Sandiego and has attached Gina Rodriguez to star as the title character. This is in addition to a previously announced animated series on Netflix as well that will be released in 2019, with Rodriguez also voicing the title character. Yeah, this is cool. It is. I mean, maybe this is part of why she says Jane the Virgin is done after season five. Yeah, it seems like she's really breaking into films. I mean, she was in Annihilation, too. And this is something something she's, like, producing, too, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. So, I guess it's not going to be a game show, but hopefully Rockapella will be in it. I don't remember that. Rockapella, the group that sings the intro and outro. 
okay. for where in the world is Carmen San Diego. And then the host is always like, do it Rockapella to throw oh. to them. You know, I say That's that all where the that time. Comes from? Yeah. <laughs> do it Rockapella. Yeah, I didn't know that that was where that came from. No, it's like. Maybe the you big, told me. I don't know. I think I have. It's the big catchphrase from that show. Okay. So the Cannes Film Festival will not consider Netflix films for their Palme d'Or award this year. They are now requiring that films have to have a theatrical run in France, and Netflix has refused to release its films there. I mean, it mostly doesn't want to release them in theaters at all. I know it's given some of them some pretty short runs, but mostly it hasn't released its films. So yeah, there was big complaining from the a lot of the filmmakers that it wasn't fair so I heard Steven Spielberg was not happy and (laughs) said if it's made for TV it's a oh my god TV movie it all seems so stupid and pompous to me I I don't I don't know a movie is a movie yeah I mean depending on the production it almost sounded like they really didn't want to do this that they were kind of forced to by the other filmmakers right probably Well, that's unfortunate. Variety reports that FX, Donald Glover, and Marvel Television have all parted ways on plans to produce a Deadpool animated series. The project was announced last May with a 10-episode order for the FXX channel. FX cited creative differences as its reason for bowing out of Deadpool. And Donald Glover and his brother were set to write, produce, and serve as showrunners on the series. Um, but I guess they won't be doing any of those things. No. And they've been working with FX for a long time on the series Atlanta with no creative differences breaking it apart. So it's, you know... Seems like Marvel. It seems like people are speculating that it's Marvel, that maybe they wanted to do something more, I don't know, adult. Is that the right word for it? More adult. And Marvel didn't. But that's all speculation. I, nobody knows. It's too bad. Yeah. It might have been good. Well, I guess maybe we'll find out someday. According to a New York Times report, Apple is looking to debut its original series sometime next year, possibly as early as March 2019 or into the summer. Since October, Apple has made deals for 12 projects, nine of them straight to series orders. There's still no word on how the shows will be distributed. Hmm. So when it says uh, original series sometime next year, like a specific one, or they don't know. I just think some of them, not some yeah, not not just one, but I, I don't know. One. Yeah, okay. I don't know how many of them. All of them starring Reese Witherspoon or executive <laughs> right. produced by them. By her. March twenty nineteen. So yeah, it's a whole year away still. I actually thought maybe some of them might be sooner than that. Huh? Doesn't seem that way. And uh, yeah. What I'm really interested in is how are they going to distribute it? I mean, you know, are we going to have to buy them on iTunes? Or are they going to have their own Netflix-style thing? Or Yeah, I would assume they have. I would assume it's through iTunes and it's going to be some sort of... Subscription? Subscription. Yeah, I mean, I guess they have the music subscription. So they've gotten into that kind of uh, payment system. But we'll it, see. Could it I be mean, something that could be combined, though, to make it even more enticing? Maybe. With the music. Maybe. We'll, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I'm really curious about that. I mean, it's only 
possibly a year, year and a half away. So it's not really that long. 2019 is also when the Disney service is supposed to start too, right? I don't know. I, I don't think, so. think I saw dates on that. Okay. Oh, I think it's 2019. I'm sure you're right. I don't know. A lot more stuff. Yep. Is there anything new to streaming services this week? Not too much. Netflix got the third season of Better Call Saul. The Little Hours uh, came to Amazon and Hulu. Amazon also got The Running Man and Election. On HBO, Barry, a new series, is premiering. Uh, I want to see that. Yeah, that's with uh, Hader. Bill Hader. Bill yep. Hader. Playing an assassin. Silicon Valley, season five premiere as well. Yep, we'll have to watch that. Yep. The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling, Part 1, and The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling, Part 2. Stars got Paris Can Wait, the new Paris Hilton biopic. <laughs> Hulu got Who Framed Roger Rabbit, 28 Weeks Later, and Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, you were just asking about that a couple weeks ago. That's right, I was. On DVD and Blu-ray, Star Wars, Episode 8, The Last Jedi, Last Men in Aleppo, Legion Season 1, Mr. Robot Season 3, The Americans Season 5, and The Last Movie Star. Stars will be losing some shows come April, so if you want to watch these, you better check them out now. Speed 2, Cruise Control, Romeo and Juliet, that's the 96 um, Leonardo DiCaprio version. Rush Hour 2, John Tucker Must Die, PCU, Broken Arrow, Side Effects, Ice Age, The Meltdown, Bolt, About Last Night, Baby Boom, Beautiful Girls, Broken Flowers, Children of Men, Clerks 2, and Glengarry Glen Ross. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Do it, Daily Show Podcast.